maybe we can run this like a Seinfeld episode. What would you want to talk about if if this show is going to be like a Seinfeld episode? Uh, let's talk about nothing specifically as our topic and just shoot the shit. <laughs> I love it. That's great. I love that. I think of the dog in the Up movie where it's just bouncing from one thing to the next, you know, squirrel. Boom, boom, yep. boom, boom. <laughs> We've all been in the creative business for more than 20 years and love almost everything about it. But we have to admit, there are times when it's a shit show. In this podcast, we're going to have honest conversations about the ups and downs of the design and marketing business and share ideas and support that get us through the day. And sometimes we'll just shoot the shit. So welcome to the Creative Shit Show. What is it like for you guys? I don't, when I started, it always felt like summers were slower and that's not felt that way forever. Like, how do you guys just feel in general with just kind of all the crazy happening in, in the world and, and, you know, it's summer, how are you guys feeling about work and how's that all going right now? I mean, I am experiencing the summer slowdown. I'll just admit it like right off the top. I think like when Karen and I partner, we have great work going on. Um, and I know she's really busy with design. I won't steal her thunder, but definitely right now, I think as you mentioned with what's going on in the world, I think clients are are um, just not quite as uh, attentive right now because they they're putting out fires within their own you know companies and things so i i feel like i have to be a little more aggressive right now than i'd probably like to be about trying to you know and conjure up business um it, it'll come back i'm not worried but i just feel like yeah i'm definitely like and finally my husband was like could you just not worry about it and enjoy you know, five days with the family and just have some vacation time and you know, you're going to be busy and complaining about that before too long. So just, you know, ride the wave. It's true. That's some good advice right there. Yep. The economy, I had two projects kind of lined up and one of them was kind of not canceled, just put on hold Mm -hmm. um, because they're not sure if they, if and when it's going to happen. And then just a lot of quotes, but I'm trying, I'm struggling with um, trying to figure out, am I quoting too much or I don't think I am, but I don't know. People who are obviously interested, they're requesting it, but not really moving forward on stuff. So hopefully a few of those things will come in. Your question, are you doing too many quotes or are you charging too much in your quotes? My question would be, am I charging too much in my quotes? Overpricing. Okay. And I'm not, I don't think I am. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. But if you think that's what you're worth, you know, then then you, you know, you should price according, you know, because, because you're going to weed out some nasty clients that way. I believe that there's something to be said for what the market will bear. If we need to pay the bills, we need to set our ego aside and have that conversation with the client. Yeah. We had a client actually that we've spent a ton of time on over the last year and they're like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. We got told this past week that no, it's not going to happen. They wanted to give us 15% of the project. They were going to hold off on all this other stuff that we quoted within the project. And we had to explain to them that, no, it's doesn't. It's not going to work that way. We specifically told you up front that this, this, all this pricing is based on if you do everything at one time. If you approve this budget and give us a certain amount per month for the next five months, 
approximately. And they came back and said, no, we only want to do 15%. And then we had to go back to them and say, well, it's not the same price for those 15, 15% items. We want, we need to bump it up to this. And they were just kind of like, no, we can't do that. And really it is coming down to the fact that they don't have the budget. Jamie and I both believe that it will come back to us, but what was frustrating to both of us is that after spending a year working so closely with them and nurturing them, that they couldn't sit down with us and they did they couldn't negotiate with us. Um, it, and that was super frustrating to us. That was so, hard. That was yeah. definitely hard. So yep. um, I do believe that they're going to come back. They love us. You know, they just, they've had a lot of other capital spending that, mm -hmm. you know, but it's also- and they're great people. They're know? wonderful, just but- it's like, you, you know, you work with clients and they know you're a small company. They know that this is going to be a big chunk of your budget for the year of what you could be making. And you are really slotting out that time to do this work for mm -hmm. them, especially when they asked you to build out this plan. Mm -hmm. And then they say, oh, no, we're not going to do it. That kind of really screws, screws with you um, as a small business. And it doesn't make for a great partner relationship. So that's what we've yeah. been dealing with. Man, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate that. I, I, I want to ask a follow-up question to that and, um, to see if this is true at all for us right now, like on paper, it looks like we're just crushing it, but people are paying us so slow. We have so many, you know, we have, you know, they agree to our terms and all that sort of thing. And, and, uh, I mean, we have, you know, um, just money coming in slow. Do you guys feel that at all right now? Yeah. Jamie and I haven't had that problem um, to speak of. We have one one particular client that takes their sweet time on certain things, but overall, but we know that they're going to pay and it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. I mean, but I've heard it from other small studios that that's becoming a problem for them as well. So. I, a client of mine that um, the marketing director there he used to be at another company here in Oregon. And so when he moved to this uh, new business, he just kind of brought me on with him and I worked with him, did all this packaging. And then with the economy turning, uh, the one industry that's gone kind of tits up is um, the cannabis. <laughs> I've never heard you talk. <laughs> okay, probably not the best term I should be. We're keeping that in. Just, it just popped in my head. Sorry. Vaughn, um, clean it up. This is a family show. What the hell? <laughs> in Oregon, you know, cannabis is legal. So the cannabis industries was really big. But with the turn of the economy, they've all tanked. And this business made a lot of its business by creating um, organic elements for hydroponics. And mm -hmm. literally overnight, like within two weeks, their business dropped by 70%. He, he just lost his job and the marketing director and Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't, I don't think that's the economy. I think that's the price of weed going down because we have it. It's legal in Michigan too. 
and um no and... for his specific industry it has more to do with um transit of goods and supply chain issues oh yes mm-hmm. okay and so yeah. but my problem is i did this project for him a month ago they still haven't paid it but now it's like the company might go under so i don't know if i'm ever going to get paid so uh, oh wow that's not good that was, that's a, a, that was a big chunk of change too so i don't know whatever wow i was at a local printers a couple weeks ago um picking up a bunch of samples for projects and i hadn't been i haven't walked through the shop in a really long time um and i noticed they had redecorated and they had bought some new equipment and stuff so um my rep walked me through the shop and there was so much cannabis packaging on the floor and it was beautiful. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, oh my God. It was such an inspiration. Um, and actually I'm using him on a project uh, to partner with on a project for a local um, university invitation. And I said, bring some of those packaging samples with you because they yeah. were gorgeous. And it's gorgeous. It's it really is. It's so fun to walk through and see. They do a lot to like destigmatize the industry. I've written a lot on this topic for Nina paper and packaging because they do. Um, I mean, a lot of people are using their papers for you know packaging up. Um, you know, they're not food safe, but they are definitely safe for outer packaging and things. And so. When you go to, I think their idea shop just launched and they've got this whole section where you can sort by cannabis packaging. And there's, there's some stuff out there that'll just blow your mind. And, and I think when you, when you're trying to target people who might feel the stigma of cannabis and, and maybe just, you know, putting it in a pretty package like that and making it feel very like elegant, it just no. sort of takes that, like you're buying it off the street corner from Pal or whatever, you know. Right. Well, they, they just immediate, most people immediately just think it has to do with smoking doobies. Where, mm-hmm. like right. my dad, we brought we brought CBD oil up to my parents' house for Christmas last year because my dad suffers from uh, joint pain. I can't remember what they yeah. call it. Um, yeah, inflammation is that. I mean, yeah, I take CBD every every day. It, it's, uh, if somebody said the term, I'd go, that's it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But my daughter, you know, she said, hey, let's bring the CBD oil you have. And we put it on my dad's knees. And it's like it got rid of his pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but they, he comes from the generation that just thinks automatically, oh, does this mean I'm going to be high now? And I go, no. This, I know. It's like... And so we gave it to them and it worked, but they're too paranoid to go buy it themselves because they don't yeah. want to deal with the stigma. So, right. well, I mean, I think you should be a good son and go get it for them and then take, and then on them buy something for you. But I can actually get that <laughs> from my chiropractor now, you guys. Like, tell them they can get it from their doctor. You can actually get CBD yeah. oil. From, I mean, I get it from my but, chiropractor. But does, we, it's not legal in Georgia. So, does the CBD oil that you're using have THC in it? No, it's full okay. spectrum. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's uh, none of those usually do. They're right. that's. You know. Oh, I don't know. I have a, a rub that has CBD in it. Oh, no, they do I have, have a whole year in art oh. school that is just foggy because I've been <laughs> the whole time. That's funny. Okay, back to work. No, this was good. We talked about packaging trends. We were talking about... I know. And actually, 
speaking of the packaging, the packaging is absolutely gorgeous. And each one of the, um, like there's a particular chocolate bar that we love and it is so hard to get into it. So the feet that the designers have done to package, to make it so that, you know, kids can't get into it is truly amazing. I had a good friend that did, um, he worked for a, a company called the Good Ship Company. And so he did all their packaging for their cannabis stuff. And like, I liked it so much. I, I bought one just because I thought his packaging was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And That's how it starts. <laughs> yes, I bought for the packaging. As That's well. how it starts. I love it. <laughs> okay. You know, I uh, a couple of years ago, you know, when Illinois uh, became open to cannabis, you know, recreationally, uh, we had a client that um, uh, would help like cannabis stores like secure, you know, their property and stuff and some fascinating statistics about that. And so we, we were working hard, you know, Karen, to your point, cause I'm like, gosh, that would be so good to get that packaging and, and do that kind of work. And we landed a really nice, uh, client out of Michigan and we're doing some stuff on, damn on, you, like, they crossed the line. I know, I know. But we did some like spec work kind of with them to invest oh, in it. You and, bad boy. Uh, uh, did you get well, samples? Like, I was just yeah, wondering. I mean, we got paid. We got my. It wasn't like we don't do spec work. We didn't do like full spec. It was like they gave us a percentage up front, and then we were going to earn okay. out like the rest okay. at, at a higher rate, right? Right. Um, Plus samples. Right. We did get samples. Um, <laughs> Karen's extremely concerned yeah. for your uh, health and well-being. And I'm not like your and, negotiation, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and right, and actually, right when we thought it was going to take off, the founder uh, who was a dad with. Um, you know, uh, grown like you know, kids in high school had a heart attack and died. Oh my gosh. This and is then two I was just like, now, stories about not, cannabis today. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, now what do I do? Like, I don't want to, you know, I want to respect the family Can't go but, after them, right? Well, yeah. and I, I wasn't, I don't mean that, but it's like we wanted to, you know, um, get some samples and you know, not samples <laughs> like to try, I meant like samples to shoot for our portfolio and stuff. So I'm still navigating that. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> You'll but you're going to say something as a smartass. I can see that smirk. Go ahead. Let me have right. it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, just, I was going to ask if you did a kill fee. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> Are you sure you're just drinking some Starbucks tea over there? Tits up. No By the way, did you see his face when he was when All he just said I have nothing to say? When things happen, like <laughs> deadline and everything else, so he gets. Oh, Vaughn, you're <laughs> sorry. That's terrible. It's terrible. He means no I harm. I love it. I love it. I do it. too. I actually, it's our episode. My dark it. humor is like now it's all fired up. Thanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, whatever you drink right now, go. you can drink that for every show. That was good. Nice work. <laughs> His blood sugar's up now. <laughs> Holy crap, listeners. Adobe has sponsored this episode of The Creative Shit Show. They're also generously offering up ways to evaluate your marketing and e-commerce strategy with a free, that's right, free, virtual product photography creative jam on August 17th. No studio, camera, or product? Man, no problem. Avoid a complete shit show by learning how to use virtual photography skills for photorealistic scenes, CPG product shots, portfolio mockups, and so much more. All of this to boost your marketing and e-commerce strategies. In-house agency and freelance designers will be challenged to stage a product shot quickly in Adobe Substance 3D Stager and submit it for feedback and prizes. 
no experience is necessary. So sign up now to learn and compete at cjam.in forward slash virtual photo. That is cjam.in forward slash v-i-r-t-u-a-l-p-h-o-t-o. Good luck. Back to the show. All right, so you guys are feeling the, the you guys are feeling the summer slowdowns. Some of us are having some, um, you know, kind of slow paying. What else is happening right now for your businesses? I mean, I'm to, for me right now. I think outside of our businesses, I think Karen and I are really trying to take some action on some goals and and activities. You know, we've talked about we've met on a couple of retreats. We actually have a whole course plan. Uh, laid out to do um, some, what are we calling them? Edgy creator. I guess that's the new term that's coming out. We're not calling it that, but that's what people are calling it where you're going out and you're, and you're creating courses to help people, you know, achieve things. And um, so we've been studying up on that. I've been doing a lot of LinkedIn learning classes. I actually sat through one, each of yours, uh, all three of yours, um, just because I want to know what's going on in the industry. So to me, like, you know, when things are slow, I try to like ramp them up for myself and do take time to learn and, and figure out what's going on in the world. I, I've been working on my own personal brand on LinkedIn and I've followed a ton of writers. I'm trying out different styles to see what posts are resonating. And um, I actually have a, a client now where I'm writing all their posts for LinkedIn just solely based on on the things that I'm learning. We're doing an experiment and it's been so fun watching their account grow. And knowing that you're in charge of that. So I'm just, you know, I'm testing out things and experimenting right now. I'm having fun. I'm trying not to panic. So I turned my panic into no, fun. I, I'm just curious in terms of writing, when you say you're experimenting, just like handling the voice of the message differently, the way you compose it? Or what do you mean? Yeah, by so that? different types of content. So he's a designer, they are a design firm. And so it's kind of fun because I'll, I'll, I'll do interviews with him. He'll tell me what he's thinking. And then I write the post and then he comes back and puts the, uh, the content to it. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, we've done two of these type of, um, you know, maybe static images. Maybe next time we should try doing some sort of motion or we should start trying to, you know, uh, post a different, you know, comment on an article or, you know, try to, you know, become a thought leader instead of pushing selling this time, you know, just trying out a variety of content um, to see what works, you know, and then with LinkedIn, they've changed the algorithm so much in the last like couple of years. So Karen knows that the quarantine, I got really into LinkedIn learning and took a thousand courses, just almost I called it continuing ed. And during that time, I learned, you know, a lot about the algorithm. It was like this. Okay, you post one post in the morning on LinkedIn every single day. And they would tell you not to post another one during the day because it would push your first post down in the algorithm. So you'd actually kind of screw yourself over. So if you posted two two great posts, you'd just like, oh, I guess I'll save this post till tomorrow, you know. Um, but now they're actually encouraging you to post three, four times a day. There's no stigma attached to it. You're, as long as your content is good and you're and you're being thoughtful and respectful and you're pushing out, you know, good good thoughts. The more you push out, the more clout you get. The more your posts go, and it's been fun to test that out and try it because uh, I just didn't believe it. I thought so, but I, I mean, my followers are growing. I mean, things are 
changing just by adapting um, strategies. So now I'm trying to, I do it for myself to help my clients, you know, give, we have a lot of clients, Karen and I, that really only use LinkedIn to push out content because yeah, I was they don't just like their website say. or whatever, like, you know, they're yep. LinkedIn is by far, in my opinion, the best for engagement. I've done so many tests where I post the exact same thing at the almost the exact same time within a few minutes on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And it, it's never even close. It's like LinkedIn and LinkedIn has the ability I found not just for that day I posted it or two days or whatever. It's like, it just keeps growing. More people discover it over time. Um, I posted when I, in 2019, when I went to India and was invited by Adobe, I did this artwork and posted it. And it's like, I can go back to that link now. And it's like, it's unbelievable. It's like 60 some thousand people have viewed it. And it's like, I, I, all my other posts on all the other platforms combined, I don't think it's come close to just that one. Can't disagree. No, it's great. It's, it's awesome. And they, and you know, the more, then the more people comment, the more people like, the more, you know, then LinkedIn, you know, rises you up because they're like, oh, this person's, it's resonating, you know? So they just start spreading and then people start sharing. It's crazy. It's fun. That's what I've been doing. That's cool. What you guys up to? Do you have LinkedIn Premium or just regular LinkedIn? Okay. No, I really like the premium. I like being able to just do the courses when I want to do the courses or not do them. I think it does. You know, I I see a lot of people who follow me. They'll say they found me on what is it, the front page or whatever. You know, those it gets yeah. So you do. I think it does help. You know, I don't use any of the sales tools. I've heard great things about. Sales Navigator, I think it's called, um, but I've never used it. It's definitely something I would want to learn because I think we could do a lot for clients with that, helping them yeah. manage that. And we've talked about utilizing the newsletter aspect of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think LinkedIn's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've so. been doing we've been doing a ton of that, both corporately and me individually, using their newsletter and then combining LinkedIn Learning to um, the profiles and everything else. It's mm-hmm. to me, it's just with everything that's going on. It's my favorite professional platform for sure. And then uh, that's the one I go to first before I go to other things right now. Actually, it's been that way for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, same here. What do you guys think about, you know, when people, I know a lot of people, I know I know how much uh, Vaughn loves face bag. (laughs) I think it's what he calls it. But, you know, I think a lot of people are walking away from Facebook and they're not checking it as often even. I mean, I get no resonance. I mean, even for the creative shit show page or my own, you know, I have, you know, I have a lot of friends and family. So I think that stuff resonates. But for business, it's really hard if you don't pay for it. And even when you do pay for it, they force you to keep paying even more to get more. And it, it drives me crazy. But what do you guys think about, you know, I see a lot of people don't Facebook my LinkedIn you know, the pandemic changed a lot of people's perspective on blurred lines between, you know, personal and business. Sometimes I don't mind it, but I've noticed lately it's been getting almost to the point where, you know, it's becoming a little Facebook light to me. Yeah, I don't like that. You know me. Yeah. I'm an eight. I want it professional. Yeah. <laughs> I want it professional. 
I don't need to see, you know, about all the babies being born. And no, I'm only kidding. I think that there's a, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, I, I mean, but I, that's what but, I'm talking about though. Be, I mean, you know, I think that there's a, there's a balance. It's interesting because I do go on it on the weekends and it gets almost a little bit lightened up on the weekends and I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. And then, but I don't want it that way during the week. And I, I like don't want humor. it, and I yeah. don't want it too inspirational. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you know our in our last episode with Bill Gardner, it's like everybody has to put the feelings out there. Every and it's like it just gets to be a bit much. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's not wrong though. You we laugh, but she's we, she's the only one with the guts to say. It's what do like, you guys think? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm def- there's certain moods I'm in that you know. Um, where some posts resonate more than others. And I think, you know, there's some things that maybe, you know, try harder, but I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily get, I don't put the energy out to get annoyed by them. I just like, I just skip right over them. Well, um, keep scrolling. I, I have to say, I feel like, and I got caught up in this. I think that people get caught up in the drama in their lives and then they start posting based on what the drama is in their life. Like when I, when I broke up with my long, very long-term client that I loved them, I loved the people there and all of that. I mean, it was dramatic. And I had PTSD for, I would say, a couple years. And I am not joking about that. And I know that I posted a crap ton of posts about bad leadership I do and, remember this face. I totally remember. This. Yeah. And yeah. because you're so angry. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not an angry person even though eights are angry. I'm not an angry person and it probably made me angry er that it made me feel that way, but I think that people so I know that people jump on that bandwagon and post based on their emotions. And if we can figure out a way to control that, it's better for all of us. That's yep. all I'm saying. I agree. So just to, I, I tried looking, I looked up the Not a Hari artwork that I did just to see where it's at. And I forgot that you can only see analytics in terms of breach. Anything after two years, it, it doesn't show that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I went to one that's almost exactly two years old. It was a my diversity design I did, super iconic and simple, but like that, like 37,184, I mean, it's the only platform, my opinion, that can exceed your follower count. It's crazy. I can't disagree with that. I'm so jealous. Well, Vaughn works it and has worked it for years. He works it more than anybody I've ever known with social media. Yeah, you know, Vaughn, what I like about you working it is that um, <laughs> you're working? Is, you're working. No, I, what I really like about um, your social, and this is, um, I give you a hard time about it, but I feel like there's a constant conversation and narrative going on. You know, yes. um, like you and I post very differently. Um, not one's better than the other, but I'm just telling you, I enjoy just because I feel like I can see how your brain works. Um, and oftentimes I'm just like, yeah, why does Adobe thing do that? Or why, you know, why is that like that? You know, I, I enjoy that. Um, and you know, I told you this, uh, you know, I also in my head, you know, have you 
pictured sitting in your office all frustrated with something and just like, I'm going to let this person know what I think. Um, That's exactly what it is. <laughs> He's like that little red character from that Disney movie. You know, the little angry character from the Disney movie. It, I actually posted that on Twitter like last week. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Yes, he did. I like, why, why is it doing this? I love that Bond carries on that conversation with on Twitter, on whatever. He he didn't know how to do something, just throws it out into the ether and gets all sorts of answers. Thanks to Adobe, Creative Shit Show listeners. You can now learn how to use virtual photography to evaluate marketing and e-commerce imagery in your CPG shots, e-commerce shots, portfolio shots, and more in their free virtual product photography creative jam on August 17th. You can stage a product shot quickly in Adobe Substance 3D Stager and submit it for feedback and prizes. No experience necessary. Sign up now to learn and compete at cjam.in forward slash virtual photo. That is C-J-A-M dot I-N forward slash V-I-R-T-U-A-L P-H-O-T-O. Thank you, Adobe. And now back to the show. So Justin, what the hell has been going on with you? You know, we've just gone through, uh, you know, a transition here, which has been, you know, equal parts challenging, equal parts, you know, um, now that it feels like we're kind of through it. Yeah, she should. But but uh, also, you know, great in a lot of ways. Um, I think, you know, enough stuff's happened in the last year that makes you think about the last 22 years, you know, and, you know, think about things you've done really well and the things you haven't done well and just, you know, just trying to do those things better. I think, you know, for us, it's bringing people back in person versus, you know, being remote and how much do we get together? Because when we are together, there is energy and, and, um, and I think there's something, there's a bond there that's, that's really great. Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. we have some people that are around the country, right? So it's just kind of navigating these things. And, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm not anti any of these things. I'm open to all these things, but you know, we also have some just needs as an organization, right? Like, you know, we have an office and, you know, do, do we get rid of that? And, you know, just all those things that we're kind of trying to navigate and, and, um, and figure out. So I just think it's been, um, yeah, with a combo of just, you know, slow pay and, you know, um, trying to build our team and being really hard to find, you know, the right people. I mean, I think that, um, you know, we're open to people working from anywhere, but still it's hard to, to find great people. And, and as you know, it's just super competitive out there. So what type of people are you looking for? Well, right now we're looking for, um, we need, you know, a, a relatively experienced motion designer, probably in a three to five year space. Uh, and then we're also looking for um, some account team members, like a younger account team member to help with, you know, some digital social strategy work. And then also um, someone with, you know, probably four to five years experience. Is it only full time or could they be remote and like freelance? At this point, I'm open, honestly, and I'm not saying this sarcastically, at this point, I'm open to, you know, um, anything if it's the right fit right yeah um, like I, I got a good animator i can i can send you his contact or i can give him your contact and then he can contact you okay how about you have your people contact my people and then i'll contact his people and then we'll set up a meeting 
Oh, enough. Karen and I already tried that with you, sister? Justin, and then it just yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work. <laughs> Don't well, do I mean, it. I think Don't, it's a trap. That's true. It is a trap. No, and I, I think, you know, just with the, the ups and downs of stuff, like I was going to, two weeks ago, I thought I had a couple of projects that I was able to work with Jamie and Karen on, and then those got put on hold. So when are those going to come back? You know, I mean, it's just stuff like, it's, it's not abnormal stuff. It just feels like it's a little bit more extremes. Um, of but I think it's could. summer. I, I, I really yeah. do. I think that part of it is summer. I think, I mean, realistically, Justin, how many vacations do you have going on this summer? Well, you know, I don't really have that many. Um, my my actual family vacation is in a couple of weeks. Um, now oh, I am taking I am better. taking the next four days off. Um, you know, to uh, celebrate my birthday and to probably catch up on some work, but um, and do bike rides. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I think I've done less vacations this year. Believe it or not. He's just out of the office. You need to tell your email. <laughs> it that. doesn't feel that way. Well, you know what I do? guys, here's the truth. I have I've been this has been a this has been a running bit that I've been doing to you guys. I have you guys marked in my Gmail that anytime you email me, you get an out of office vacation um, notice. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally I am coming clean. That you were that clever. I cannot <laughs> now I'm finally coming clean that that's what it is. No, you know what I think it is, Justin. I think that good try through, and I did get to experience this so many years ago. But I think what it is is that you do a lot of client trips that are just in some amazing places, Mm -hmm. and so we're all like, "What the hell? He's on vacation again?" We're just jealous. Thank you. And and actually, I used to do that a lot too because I did a ton of work down in Florida. So there was a lot of beach walking. There was a lot of hanging out at the bar. But I was mm-hmm. actually busting my butt at certain times. Yeah. So, so I think that we're, you're like right now in that phase of doing a lot of traveling for work. And it just happens to be in some nice places. So, you know, we have it's to, fun give, to you give you brief. shit too. No, you, you know, should. And your face it's gets fair. All red and, 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 no, yeah. and I will tell you, I have one client. It's an insurance client. And they, and, and they have to have their meetings out of the country. And one the fall meeting is in Europe or in some great place in Canada. And oh, well, kiss my ass. During the winter, it's usually in the <laughs> Caribbean. Just giving you facts. I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just saying that, you know, I'll send you pictures and, and, you know, you'll get my out of office responder. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, you know, those, um, that insurance, um, uh, trips. There was a super stressful, like I'm, my, yeah. I'm, they have me there cause I am supposed to network and meet all of the partners. And then I have mm-hmm. to give presentations, which I, you know, I like to give presentations, but it's also part of it is you, they're voting on what you're doing. So it's just mm-hmm. sort of nerve wracking. Um, but then, but then the last day I'm off, right? So I get to do, you know, whatever I want. So it's not like it's nothing, but, um, the work trips, work trips are hard, man. Cause you can make it look, I mean, I traveled a lot when I was with Nina and you can make it look really fun on your Instagram and your Facebook. Exactly. You know, That's people are like, dang, you're in Austin. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're doing, I mean, yeah, but the 12 hours before this, I was in a room with no windows, you know, meeting, you know, Nina always did a good job with sales meetings and things. They're really thoughtful about that stuff. But I mean, just because you're traveling doesn't mean it's, it's fun. You know, the yeah, whole I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this one, I'll tell you this one quick story. So I'd never, have you guys ever been to Banff? No it's, bucket it's, list thing. No, it's really gorgeous. I had not, for some reason, I'd never understood how beautiful Banff was. And so we went there for this client and 
and we were staying at this, seriously, one of the most gorgeous locations I've been to in the world, hotel and all that sort of thing. And for three days straight- Were you staying at the Banff Hotel? Yeah, like the the really beautiful, yeah. Um, And so that was gorgeous. But it's one of those things where for three days straight, I, I, the only time I went outside was when I forced myself to go out, look around, get a coffee. And then I was, it was literally from eight to eight filming or, you know, doing the stuff. And I remember the very- And that's the picture you share. Right, right. right. Is it when I'm outside, we have my coffee. I'm like, isn't this gorgeous? Bam, hashtag. I'm awesome. Yeah. No. um, So the last, we were, we uh, had one extra day there and we shot, we wrapped early. And so our client goes, Hey, I might need you. Um, I'll let you know by 10. And so my, my whole crew was going to go hiking in this beautiful, you know, Lake, Lake Louise and it was gorgeous. And so Mm. I was stressed out because at 10, 15, I called me and answered. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go screw it. It'll be fine. And for like an hour, I was super stressed out. And finally I was, he texted me that it was fine. And then like, I totally relaxed and I'm just like, why was I so like uptight? You know, it would have been fine either way. Um, but part of it is when you go there and they're investing in you going there, like you really want to crush it for them, you know? Sure. Um, uh, but then the rest of the time was awesome. So, <laughs> well, you do a damn good job of branding your travels. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> That's good. It gives me a, a vicariously. I can take the trip with you. You do take good photographs, I should say. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Bonnie Bear. <laughs> I, I think we've brought out of things to say. I think are we, are we done. Are we done, done shit done. shooting? Nothing yeah, we're done to say. Uh, well, don't, don't we have to, have to have something that kind of gracefully gets yes, us out? Of this? We do. We do. Uh, we need to like. My headphones are dying. Okay, we'll take them <laughs> off and just. It talk. won't let me change the settings. <laughs>